Hello, and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Flash, a.k.a. Uh, the greatest Rocket League player alive ever. Uh-huh, 100%. Wow. Um, but only in my own mind. Uh, <laughs> and I'm joined by your two guest hosts. That's right, Combo is finally officially a guest host. Um, uh, wait, what? I'm demoted to guest host? <laughs> no comment. Wow. Uh, that hurts. <laughs> Um, so combo and uh, yeah, so we got combo wabbits. So why don't, you, why don't you guys say hello? Hello, I'm wabbits as always. Um, I thought I was host, but I guess I'm down to guest host, even though I'm always here. <laughs> combo back and just as beautiful as ever. Just as beautiful. beautiful. Not more, just as. All right, so yeah, we're gonna. You couldn't get more. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna start off with some crazy great news. All right, we are officially the top. Rated Podbean Artifact Podcast. Wow. Oh, congratulations to that half of the we, podcast. Yeah, that means, uh, <laughs> you know, we have exactly, uh, for all 100 people that play the game, all of them listen to us. So <laughs> that's great. Um, 100% listen to the 100%, listener. yeah, you know what? It's the kind of percentages you just don't find anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, but then the other big thing is, we added Spotify, we added Google Play Music, we added all these random things, and there's a couple people, a couple people that started listening there. Um, iTunes listeners, definitely give us a five-star review so we can be found there. That's a big thing we were missing. Um, and with that, we're going to move on, because we have, we have a couple exciting things to talk about. Um, before before we quite go into that, I know Combo, I, I just want to, just, just for full, uh, I guess, um, what's it called? Transparency. Um, I know Combo... Exposure? exposure um i know combo was talking about um that while while i know there's a lot of people that do enjoy esports segments that we should try to keep them a little more brief um so that's what we're going to try to do this week um just just for transparency's sake all right um if you do have suggestions for us um you can tweet at us you can also comment under the podcast you can also probably find my reddit link when i post the the podcast so there's there's many ways you can message us um, there's also an email. Regardless, any tips, anything that you would enjoy more, greatly appreciated. And please uh, feel free to continue sending us those those things our way. All right, let's start with the beginner corner. Um, this is what we're going to talk about, and it's going to actually lead in nicely to our drama piece later in the episode, um, where <laughs> where uh, we're going to talk about, I guess. Uh, morale within Rocket League, okay? Because I think we we talked about mechanics and, and positioning, a couple of different things. We're gonna try to try to talk about morale um, because I think I know a lot of you have noticed this. You, it's very streaky sometimes. Sometimes when you win a couple games in a row, um, you kind of get into a groove, right? Um, and combo as someone who I played a quite quite a long tournament, I want you just to talk to the the idea of um, where where there's the zone, right? I mean, people a lot of time talk about that in sports, but in Rocket League, have you ever felt kind of being in the zone and what that feels like? Definitely. It's, uh, for me, it's it's a weird kind of, like, middle ground where obviously you want to be in the, the, quote, zone of being focused and, and reading plays and being, like, head in the game kind of style. But I also, I, something we talk about a lot is, like, getting into, like, an autopilot version of the zone where you stop calming, you stop, like, um, you stop sharing like what you're planning on doing you stop talking between games whatever that ends up being so um this this quote zone is a really really useful obviously place to be because if you're just kind of 
hanging around, not doing anything, not really focused, like playing another game on the side on your phone or something. Obviously, you're not going to be competing at the best level. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also the the risk of being so focused on your individual play that you start losing the comms. So it's a it's a it's a pretty cool but like interesting line to ride, uh, which I've always mm-hmm. found interesting. Yeah, and I always found this was interesting that because um, I I guess this relates to being. Uh, there's there's a there's those different stages right when you're trying to mm-hmm. learn a new skill um, and one of them is where you're unconsciously doing everything correctly right so I guess mm-hmm. some of the best explanations for this is where when you're playing you're doing a lot of things right but you're not thinking about them like your body's reacting and doing it right um, and so and it's interesting how you say that with comms like comms you almost feel like because it's a multiplayer game you have to communicate what your intentions are right um, but Kind of going off of this, I want to talk about um, when you have, you notice there's always one player that will pop off sometimes in a series, all right? Mm-hmm. And my theory is that uh-huh. one of the most consistent teams, like where, where, where a player will pop off, are the teams where these players that are like playing extremely well for one or two games in a row. Um, I, I think it's kind of funny to think about, but where you get kind of one player in the zone for one or two games, and then you get the next player in the zone for the next two games. So kind of as as one player is kind of recharging, right? They're playing like crazy, and they you know they, they feel they, they kind of get, snap out of it. They're back to like okay, now I got to concentrate and think about this and talk and stuff. The other player kind of zoops in. I feel most consistent teams are sometimes like that. Um, do you have any? I don't know. Maybe Wabbits can try to take this away. What do mm-hmm. you think of that? Well, we have definitely done this uh, when the two of us and when we play with uh, with MD. Uh, it's definitely happened where um, sometimes uh, I'll just be absolutely popping off one game and the next game be playing absolutely terrible and then you pop off or MD will pop off and then uh, it's just the two of us hanging back and then it just happens constantly where sometimes we'll uh, really good player, uh, the person who's doing incredibly well and way above their skill level. Um, but then that rotation really allows everybody else to play yes. in a way, um, giving this kind of really good uh, average high, higher skill. Yeah, like a consistency, I guess. All right, Conway, have anything to say that? No, I think uh, I think he covered it pretty well. I'm uh, I'm happy with that. Yeah. So in general, I think this the takeaway, I guess, for this episode. It's not going to be a long or this this corner, this beginner's mm-hmm. corner this week. It's not going to be a long one, but. Um, try to think about that, right? Try to b- think about, especially when you're playing, and if you're maybe a ladder grinder, um, try to think about keeping your, you know, sometimes popping off in one game is great, you know? <laughs> but, like, if you can only sustain that for one or two games, uh, you know, the rest of your session might go really poorly, right? So mm-hmm. um, trying to develop your skills and develop your, I guess, resilience to play a lot of games in a row um, are all things that contribute to you kind of staying in that zone kind of mind yeah. frame longer. Um, and that's just something to keep in mind. And also on other things that will help with this, like it's kind of sounds silly um, in the esports world, but like exercising regularly, you know, eating right, all those things keep your mind a little sharper and allow you to perform better. 
Definitely. We were actually, uh, one of my teammates and I were just chatting, we were playing ranked a little earlier, and uh, how Fairy Peak's already at 1700 MMR, and, and it's day two of the season. Um, wow. And so he has, he's always been like a ranked warrior, and um, I, luckily enough, in my previous position as a writer and uh, for Rocketeers.gg, I got to interview him, and I talked to him quite a bit about his ranked play and his ones play, and um, he was one of those players where uh, the, the second he told me he plays about 10 to 11 hours a day, depending, like, during the week, and, and throughout that, that I was absolutely shocked i don't know how someone like him can can keep just his mind if like you're saying in the zone for that long um but he definitely has these things on the outside right like he probably does have a pretty balanced diet he probably does exercise when he's not playing he he does these things to make sure his mind stays ready for that kind of grind and that kind of play and everyone's ultimately different right like i can't play longer than like two hours or so until i start feeling i'm going to mush and and losing it so um i i think you, you make a good point with the kind of outside things of making sure you can actually your mind is ready for being in the game itself and to that point, also, this is very underrated, but sleep. Um, mm -hmm. If you want to acquire skills in anything, anything in life, this doesn't have to just be Rocket League, right? Um, regular sleep is actually very beneficial. So, like, if, if the difference between you practicing for two to, you know, two to two hours a day and then sleeping, reg like, w within seven hours or eight hours or whatever, um, and practicing five hours a day but only sleeping four hours, um, the practice you gain... <laughs> From those two hours might be more be might be more beneficial because one, your mind has a chance to consolidate all that information, um, and two, actually playing when you, when you're five hours or six hours deep in a row, sometimes will start creating bad habits. Um, and I noticed uh, for those of you playing the drinking game, this is where you would drink the next <laughs> cup. Um, I noticed back in the day in StarCraft, people would talk about this that sometimes like. There, there was like this like, oh, like play 12 hours a day kind of thing, kind of mentality. Um, but the top players kind of started skewing away from that because they realized like, you know, by hour 8 to 12, like you're not learning anything quite new. Um, <laughs> and you, you might just be developing bad habits that, you know, next time you're playing, you're like, oh, like I know this is the wrong decision, but because I've been playing, you know, in that frame where my mind's mush and I've developed this like, um, I guess, reaction with my hands. Uh, then I start playing worse. Mm -hmm. um, another thing to keep in mind, actually, if you are trying to improve at anything, your mind has about four hours in the day where it can be actually efficient in learning. Um, and this is from a you know psychological perspective. Um, anything past really? that is usually detrimental or it has diminishing returns. So it could be helpful, but it's not as helpful as being fresh, right? Wow, that's kind of incredible. Is that like and then like you can take a four hour break and you get another four hours or is it like you only have four hours in the day you you only have four hours in a day of fully concentrated work shall we say mm. like That's you only have incredible four, yeah you only have four hours where you're like okay i can fully concentrate and yeah. do stuff you probably need sleep before you can keep going or or an exercise break like something kind of to break it up but i think i think the idea in obviously this is a study right so they can't like dictate what exactly people are doing but the idea around the optimal amount of new learning things um would be four hours a day so that's that's something to keep in mind all right let's move on um i'm gonna first we're gonna first pop in and go quickly through the dreamhack tournament mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. we'll go over that and then we'll finish it off with uh some drama all right just just to keep it spicy all right just to keep it spicy here in the Rocket League days, uh, you know, Rocket League podcast. So uh, I watched a um, couple of the games, most, mostly on the last day. Um, I watched the finals, which was great, and I'll talk about that. 
Um, I watched a little bit of the semis, um, and then I think I watched maybe like literally five minutes of NRG versus Cloud9. So I'll start with that. Um, here, quick quarterfinals, just so we know. Savage beat G2 in quarterfinals, 3-1. to Dignitas beat Team Echo Zulu, 3-0. NRG beat Cloud9, 3-1. Aruno Vitality beat Flipside Tactics, 3-2. All right, anything stand out from you there? Uh, Echo Zulu, surprise, played um, like amazingly well from what I've, uh, I've seen and heard. Yeah, to make it to, to quarters, good. Yeah. Uh, any surprises with Flipside, you know, losing? To no, I I wasn't be... overly surprised. Vitality's roster is uh, looking better each time they uh, they play. A new yeah. one, especially I think having Fairy Peak and Kadoff back together, I've been really really impressed with them. So, all right, and big thing here is Cloud Nine still hasn't been able to really win a tournament since they won RLCS season six. Always uh, close. Yeah, so that's another thing to keep in mind going into new season. All right, let's go into semis. This is a big game. This was a crazy game. Dignitas against Savage. It was four mm-hmm. three Dignitas. All right. The game was back and forth. There's a lot of individual plays, um, and you know, I I, I noticed this was a, it was very balanced, very close. Um, if you look at the game scores, right? So the <laughs> they kind of were going one here, two here, one here, one here, uh, and then they got to the last game that got into OT. So that's how close Savage was uh, to beating Dignitas, right? Yeah. Um, so uh, wow. any any thoughts on that? I was I saw a highlight reel actually of Savage's play. Um, that was the only thing that I'd seen. It was on Twitter that happened to pass by of kind of like an after movie, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was going through their series, and I was just absolutely shocked at how slow of a start they had to the tournament itself, losing to Rogue 3-0. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think they only lost. I, I remember watching the video like two or three more games. I have a Wikipedia page open. I think they only lost two more games up until that Dignitas. Um, series so they looked phenomenal coming in so to me no surprise they made it as close as they did against dignitas all right and then the big one here energy who who's energy seems i don't know about you guys um, i mean behind dignitas obviously but energy seems like one of the most consistent top place finishers recently like they're performing I, really well i wouldn't even say recently i i still think they hold the, the north spot. america's best team position gotcha. always I, I i still think they hold it completely the despite me being a cloud nine fanboy and like and and really wanting them wanting to say they're the best in the the world and everything no i think nrg has consistently shown a top like let's say six performance on the world stage yeah and, they are and i agree there. they are they are a team that continuously seems to you know be able to like on all these tournaments perform um and they're not i think that's why cloud nine's victory in some ways is interesting because cloud nine just had a crazy tournament right it almost mm-hmm. feels like everything was right for them. The stars aligned. Um, but if you're talking about an overall year-long kind of, how are they doing? Energy seems to be performing really well. But RV in that um, in that uh, series, if you look at game four, it was 5-1 on Neo Tokyo. Um, and it just, I think, like the first couple of series going back and forth, back and forth. But the 5-1 victory really tilted the scales. Um, and I think RV, actually the, the individual plays... You know, you got Scrub Killer, you got uh, Fairy Peak, you got K-Dop. All of them, you know, just started... I felt like they were getting more space and, like, being a little more freer after that 5-1 win. And they just kind of rolled it through to for a victory. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, or... Going back to what Combo said about NRG just being, you know, definitely one of the top uh, NA teams, I just looked at their their results for the past year. They had one place <laughs> before below fourth out of <laughs> probably the... 
uh, 12 or so uh, tournaments that they went to. Which is amazing, right? It's just, mm-hmm. it's too bad they're not winning that many. Because I feel like teams Literally like that... Literally none. <laughs> yeah, it feels like teams like that, it's like, they guys, like, this is... If you're just, say, the most consistent team, it's like them and, like, Dignitas, right? Um, but for some reason, energy just... This, that finals, semifinals of finals, they make it there consistently and then just aren't able to break through that wall. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Like I said, we want to keep the esports segments a little shorter, so we're going to keep it going. Um, the finals, Dignitas versus RV, I watched this live. I was very excited. It was a, it was a fun series. What I noticed almost right away, though, is uh, RV, RV, Renault Vitality, unlike the other series where it felt like the individual players could kind of shine, Dignitas put a stop to that really quickly um, with just a lot of aggressive, like a little more aggressive challenges and just... It felt like a lot halfway through this series, it felt like all those one you know, all those ones players, they would try to make these plays. You could see it, you know, they see them going for these plays. They're like, we need to make something happen, we need to make something happen. It was all trying to be individual play. Um, but Dignitas was having none of it. Um, and so I guess the big answer the big thing here was, you know, was Yukio in this second tournament uh, with Yukio, how would Dignitas perform? They they killed it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Um, um, I don't. Oh yeah, Wabbits. Maybe speak oops. a little bit to kind of the one v one players in this three v three format. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Um, it's kind of, like this finals is kind of the one v one dominance and uh, like the individual skill versus the, uh, the huge team plays. And you can't take away from Dignitas's individual skill. Uh, each one of those players is absolutely incredible at the game. Um, mm-hmm. But they're not the one v ones players uh, that um, Vitality has, mm-hmm. um, and just seeing how uh, I guess how much more important it is for the team play to be on point, uh, for all the challenges to be there, uh, just for the quick play of the team overall, versus the individual skill um, that Vitality brought. Yep. Uh, just how much better the team play mm-hmm. works over that. For sure. All right. What this uh, final showed. Yeah. Uh, also, I want to I want to mention this quickly. Um, another thing I noticed in this series is it felt like K Dot was able to shine. I don't know about YouTube, but it sometimes feels like when you got Dignitas, like they're just like a unit. Like it doesn't feel like there's a player that sticks out. Um, and so I, I don't know if there's something to this, but it felt like when I was watching that game, there was almost like a new sense of life um, in in K Dot on Renault. Like trying to, you know, having something to prove, where mm-hmm. like he felt like he was making a lot of consistent plays, you know, showing up time after time again. I know they didn't win, but I, I speak to maybe combo. I want you to speak to kind of. It felt like sometimes a player when they get away from a team where they're consistent, or, or they kind of share the spotlight, they're actually able to break out and be more of an ace. Yeah, that's a that's a cool way to word that. I've actually never really viewed Kadop as a as a background player. I think he's always been, in my opinion, one of the best players in the world. Um, but I think that becomes at the the way of that he is a phenomenal offensive power, but doesn't try to overextend. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So he's not he he used to be. He's not as much anymore. The he used to be the guy that you'd see in all the highlights. And uh, I remember like end of 2017, I think he was second or third uh, on almost every analysts top 10 players of of the of this year uh list and even still i think he was top five or top 10 on most at the end of 2018 so um i think now that he's he's 
found, especially like I, I continue to harp on him and Fairy Peak's relationship because it's just something I've fallen in love with, especially having <laughs> to play against them way back in the day. Um, the I, I think being able to be back in an environment that he's not only comfortable in but knows how to stretch and now like re-extend himself, I, I think I agree. He's he's found a way to become that kind of A one player. And and I think I think as well, it's it, it just felt like um, Dignitas has it's almost like a mon like a I don't know if monolith is the right word or like conglomeration of good players so they're all yeah. so good that none of them feels like they stick out too much a plethora a plethora um Perfect. but with with rv it, it kind of felt at least at least from what i saw obviously this is speculation right if i get any angry comments on reddit i'll laugh actually <laughs> um but i felt at least that with with the way they're playing Dog felt like that he was the team the team kind of was 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 going through him, if that makes sense. Um, and I think there's something to be said about that. I'm the one with the experience in threes, right? Being mm-hmm. K-Op. I'm the one, you know, who's who's been in these finals before for threes. Um, so I'm bringing these once players with me, you know? And the once players pop off from time to time. But, like, I've been here before, so I'm... Like, capped... It really felt like a captain role. I don't know if that... Yeah. If that, yeah, if that makes sense. It, at least from what I saw, right? So, um... I'm curious uh, for those who are listening if they felt the same way watching uh, RVs kind of run through all this. All right. Good tournament. I enjoyed it. Um, I think everybody's kind of waiting for RLCS to kind of kick back up at this Mm -hmm. point um, because it's fun to watch these tournaments. But I think because there's so many new new team shifts, new team dynamics, um, we're all just kind of waiting for them to be able to settle down into a league season, actually get that practice and competitive play, and then see, you know, what what beautiful pearls and diamonds come out at the end. All right, um, <laughs> let's move on. This is this is our final segment, I think, I hope, but it's by <laughs> far the most uh, entertaining one. All right, so Wabis, you're gonna have to hit me with a little bit of energy. All right, because you're gonna you're gonna be our spokesperson on the scene. All right. Excited. Let's go. I got this. All right. Afterthought, take it away. Okay. So in the past couple of days, as we know, there is what twelve, or there's ten more days, I think, to the uh, the roster lock for the RLCS. Uh, tell me if yeah, I'm wrong. Yeah, ten. Ten or eleven. Uh, and yesterday, there was a huge bit of drama with Afterthought. So uh, what happens is Shock posts posts this uh, huge twit longer. Um, basically started uh, initially stating that like he's uh, in disbelief that he could be treated this way um, and he has no idea what just happened other than he was kicked. So what happened was um, Hawkser, Mist, and Fire uh, were just in a call and they added him to it and uh, Fire basically said, you're off the team. Uh, believe it, he was kind of think- uh, thinking it was a joke for a second uh absolutely nobody talked for like 20 i think it was about he said um just 20 minutes said anything so he was what, t- so minutes. so no. from what i'm reading here just just so we're mm-hmm. clear from what he yeah. was saying he was kind of asking for answers for 20 minutes they didn't really respond all too much yeah and, and all I'm... that happened was it was uh shock and fire kind of talking uh fire is the uh substitute or at least was the substitute um yeah, it's just kind of sat in the background, didn't say a single thing, or, or didn't say much at all at the very, mm-hmm. very least. Um, and then Shock was just 
you know, shocked. <laughs> wow. <Yeah>. Wow. <laughs> wow. Had to do it. Had to do wow. it. Wow. <laughs> All right, keep going. <laughs> yeah, he was, he just couldn't believe that uh, they were doing this. And then because uh, he just did not see it coming at all um they hadn't talked about it they hadn't really brought up any any issues or anything at least not in his mind and uh the same thing happened to him two seasons ago where he was just suddenly kicked again and it felt like the exact same thing where this came from it which sounds kind of terrible from his side um so 11 days before the uh before the roster's locked, he now doesn't have a team. Yeah, so I'm looking. You're, you're kind of cutting out, so I'm going to take over just a little bit here, Rabbit. So I hope that's all right. That's fine. Um, all right, so uh, so that's that's kind of his story, and he's saying this is one of the most evil things that happened to him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so essentially, he said the, the biggest warning he got from Hawkster, which five days ago um, told him to get his hours up, um and so after brief talk he said he would um but ultimately he just felt like he was betrayed um i think that's that and then we're gonna move on to uh miss kind of response shall we say all right um i think this came out the same day uh oh it was in the morning for for us and then this one came out at at night yeah this was a really quick quick uh, response yeah, um, I'm just I'm just gonna keep going, sorry, because because you're uh, currently uh, we have a member in the uh, desert. Um, oh no, is it that bad? You're you're, coming, you're becoming a robot <laughs> in those spots, so I'm just gonna take over here. I hope that's all right, Wabbits. Um, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going with it. Um, here we are. Uh, essentially, it was, uh, so what Miss put out is that uh, based on his overall attitude and the impact and team dynamic, um, that was one of the way the reasons Shock was stripped. Um, he, he said skill never factored into the decision and I can see that, um, essentially when it comes to the added hours, right. That they're supposed to put on, um, he's not, he was essentially saying he wasn't really practicing at the level that was required kind of getting ready. Like he was practicing playing low GCs with friends and mm-hmm. it's probably not as valuable practice for actually, um, RLRS, right? So that that's what uh, Mist is saying here. Um, another thing, apparently, <laughs> so he was playing on a Smurf with a girl. Is that? <laughs> no, I think you're mixing up the points. There is that he had a girlfriend and is oh, spending okay. a lot of her, and they didn't like that. But then the the other thing was that he was spending most more time on his Smurf than his main playing with friends. Yeah, yeah no, okay. But here it seems he's saying I was reluctant to converse about his Smurf. Oh, okay, okay. Essentially, essentially saying those are things that were distracting him, which is mm-hmm. that 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 just feels like a point for the sake of it. I, I think I think earlier when he said that the fact that he was playing non RLRS um, level that was a that was a like an actual point. You know what I mean? Yep. Here it just kind of feels like he's adding. Um, it does kind of make sense though. Um, you, can you guys hear me right now? Just to check. Yeah, yeah. Just well, you're gonna, yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to talk uh, in spurts here. Okay, I might switch my thing. I'll be back in a second. <laughs> All right, you keep going. I'm, I'm going to keep talking here. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember your thought, Wabbits, when you come back. Um, so the big thing is team morale. That was the real focus here. Um, can, you can... Yeah, we can. You're going to have to be a little louder. A little closer, though. Okay. Uh, oh, actually, no. I'll just put you up. No, I'll just put you up here. Never mind. Okay, talk. Perfect. 
is this? Uh, it is not the same quality, but I think it will be less robotically, uh, hopefully. Okay, I think that's the best thing. Um, so about this, I completely understand why, why I missed this thing about his girlfriend and all right, all right. I'm gonna cut you off. You're just, you're just. Uh-huh. I don't think it's the microphone. It was not the microphone. Oh. It's the, it's the internet connection, unfortunately. All right. Oh. Boy, we become a train wreck. Wabbits. All right. <laughs> just sorry. listen up at this point, okay? All right. I will. Okay. All right. Sorry. Well. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. We got off topic. All right. Um. Essentially, personalities destruct. Main points. Personalities destructive. Um, saying he can change right away, they're saying that's not really possible, right? If you have a toxic personality, it's not going to change right away. Um, nothing justifies the position, uh, the, the decision, um, but to that, essentially, Mist was saying, Shock wanted, was, like, already told them last time around, is that if Normal Times wanted to pick him up, he would have left them. Mm-hmm. Um, so saying, like, Shock was, you know, Shock was in his own in his own twit longer. Shock was saying like, "Oh, like you wouldn't do this to a friend like last second. But they're saying like last time around, uh, he was willing to to go for the highest bidder anyway. So like that met, that talk of friendship isn't really there. Um, and and essentially, they know it's a bad situation for him. But ultimately, they were saying like he was just affecting the team uh, with his commentary combo. I know you had some thoughts on this. Take it away." Yeah, I uh, I actually when we were talking about this before we started, I made a couple of, like side comments and flashes like, oh, we'll read the second one and s- see where you're at. And I will say the second one slightly changed my opinion, um, but uh, I'm excited to talk about it. So shock, um, I think the emotion that he's currently bringing is too much to for what the actual topic is i think it's tough getting into the pro scene and trying to be there and especially if you're going in with friends like i've heard these stories before of teams trying to get into the rlrs scene um and and get in uh, and actually start a life of playing rocket league but um i think he is taking it far too personally when ultimately if that is what the the team feels like they need to succeed then they're making purely a business decision um by no means to me does it seem like a personal decision it seems like hey like you're not calming enough you're you're being toxic in games like that's it um so i found his for me at least his uh letter to be a little extra for me anyways going in though and so i was that's where i was leaning i then read the our side of our story from mist um and I think some of their reasons are reasons for the sake of being reasons. I think some of them are really not warranted, or do they matter at all? Uh, I kind of laugh their screenshots that they uh, that Miss posted of uh, Shock's hours. I think one was 27 hours and one was 33. Um, that's that's 60 hours of Rocket League in two weeks, um, which is a lot of Rocket League. Um, and if you actually go on to the the tweet itself where they um, list the and like put up their response. Um, the, for the very very top post on it is actually Pashi um, calling them out for that, saying like that there's a ridiculous amount of hours to to expect from someone if you think that that's not enough. Um, I do think there's obviously the two sides of every story. So if he's if if let's say the 40 of those 60 hours are him playing with low level GC friends, like you should probably get in check and and start uh, playing with your team a little more, especially this close to getting to RLCS qualifier, RLRS qualifier, sorry. Um, But I I don't think it's merited to cut someone for the sake of hours if they're clearly putting in um, a lot of hours in my uh, perspective. So um, yeah, that's, uh, that's about where I'm at with that. 
All right. So j- just just so we're clear, um, do you think that they handled getting rid of him properly? I I think the handling of it was fine. I don't like the idea of having fire in the call. I think that should have just been a a, a team call, not with the sub, um, because it's very much a like we're replacing you with. Uh, yeah, I don't uh, know. It almost felt like Miss and um, what, what was the other player's name? Uh, For like on the team, Hoxer, Hoxer. Yeah, it almost felt like they weren't quite comfortable talking, handling to it him. themselves. Yeah, um, I mean, they're they're kids, right? I think that that's the thing that yeah. we got to keep in mind, and that is why Shock is going to take that so so personally, right? Like this, these are kids that are dealing with hundreds of thousands of potential winnings right that they are handling their own team with their own management their own coaching their own everything um mm-hmm. and for, like one of the critiques from from mist and, and hawkster was that the, he was critiquing in the middle of the series but like that like i do that i currently like that is what i think my role is with the, the brock team is when we every time we lose a game all right like all right guys like we were doing long passes this team's way faster than us we got to bring the game a lot tighter we got to look mm-hmm. for short passes instead like like I, I get some of their arguments, but I really don't think that they're handling the after well. I think they handled the the hey we're dropping you fine like like it's it's they bring them into a call, do your thing, it, like talk to them. Clearly, they didn't talk to them, so I think that like they were shitty friends in that case, um, and they probably could have handled it a little better in that way. But ultimately, mm. the um, it, it's business. I don't know what else to say. I sound blunt doing it, saying it like that, but um, the same way that like one of my best friends is on the Brock team, and I need to make conscious decisions of being like, hey, like you're not starting today. We're starting the other two guys. Like, it, it's it's for the best of the team, and we move on. Mm-hmm. Like, is it bad timing? Yes. Is it uh, was it not handled like, quote professionally because these are all kids that are doing it? Yes. But ultimately, it was to me at least, it was a business move that I think Shock took very, very personally. Um, that missed talk, Hoxer and uh, Fire were not trying to make personal at all. So yeah, and, and to that to that point, um, I think this is this is here going back to my like psychology though. Uh, I like to talk about from time to time. There, <laughs> it is proven. Um, it is proven right now if you take like let's just say you have a kid that's a negative influence on everyone around them. Um, if you put them in like, and I'm talking from a classroom here, right? If you have a class mm-hmm. and you have one kid that has a negative influence, if you put them surrounding by positive, like positive, like hardworking, generally good kids, that mm-hmm. kid is actually going to make all of them not positive and not hardworking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's why it's so hard in these situations. If they felt, if they actually felt like, listen, like this guy's just negative and he's bringing our whole team down. Um, I think the decision to get rid of him is completely justified. Um, it sucks that it's your friend, right? Um, yeah. But you know, in in a more professional team, it would be the team manager going, "Listen, like you're you're breaking our team apart. We're getting rid of you," um, because at the highest levels, right? It's you know the the kind of the kind of bars, right, of what constitutes um, improving, getting better, goes between um, goes between like early on when you're just getting good at the game, mechanics are the highest form. If you get your mechanics better, you're going to beat other teams, right? Um, but as you go higher and higher, higher, what ends up happening is your mentality and your ability to communicate with your team is what starts kind of it, it starts evening out with the mechanics, right? And then in order to improve, both those things have to go up. So mm-hmm. um, with that in mind, um, the with that in mind, it must have um, kind of 
you know, it kind of, kind of brought them into, into a point where they're like, well, listen, like as good as you are, like at this point, we need a good team dynamic. And that's the reason. All right. Yeah. And let's cover what flash is saying here in the messages. Yeah. Yeah. I was just reading over the messages here. You mean Wabbit's. Um, Wabbit, sorry, yeah. Yeah. So Wabbits was saying, uh, just just so we can add it on. Sorry, Wabbits. This is <laughs> hopefully <laughs> hopefully this doesn't happen next week. But this is just because of Discord not working well. Um, Wabbits is saying uh, the girl is uh, reasonable. Uh, the idea that you know the priorities aren't there. Sure. I mean, I, I guess so. I don't know. I feel like people should be able to time manage properly. I don't think it should be that much of a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as the time that he's spending with her obviously isn't the time that they should be practicing together. But yep. um, another thing was that apparently the manager was shock's brother. Hmm. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So Wabbis, if you could elaborate on this, but if that is the case, um, that makes the whole team dynamic way more confusing. Janky. Yeah. Very, very janky. That's ne- You never want that to be a thing. Um, so I think with that in mind, Wow. All right. Wabbis is giving us not 100% information. <laughs> he's saying I'm not 100%. Um, but that's what he's heard. Wow. So we we have rumors. Is that the kind of show we are, Wabbits? Where we got rumors? All right. Um, point being, I think, I think, <laughs> I think uh, what the takeaway from all this is there are situations. Yeah. Okay, Wabbits is saying call him out if, if he's wrong. All right, but my the takeaway from all this is if there are situations, right, where you are in this kind of team dynamic, um, I think the biggest thing you can do, and it sucks, but it probably should have been handled literally between Mist, um, Hoxer, and Shock together with no one else, and mm-hmm. they have to they have to grow that maturity or that ability to say, hey, listen, like I don't think you're good for this team, and I'm sorry, but we're going to have to cut you. Um, and there's just, sometimes that has to be done and it sucks, but you don't, you don't also want to be playing in an environment that doesn't let you improve because all you're thinking of, oh, this shock, you know, every time, every time I'm going to, I'm going to do anything a little bit wrong. He's not going to criticize me. He's actually just going to try to put me down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's a difference between what you were saying earlier about criticism. Um, and, and actually just being like, oh no, you're crap. You know, like, yep, definitely. Uh, and that's, I think, mm-hmm. I think this serves as a really good uh, example, as sad and, and tough as it is. It serves as a good example for any, uh, a particularly younger folks trying to get into the pro scene, like those people who are low GC and are like, hey, I want to start playing ESL. I want to start playing these things that can get me onto the pro scene. Um, as y- you need to still view this as a business, ultimately, right? Like it, it's the same way that all major sports and professional sports are played it's it is purely business if as much as like yes it might be about your personality it's still not like no one's gonna people aren't cutting you from teams just because they don't like you like like that doesn't seem to be the case here it seems to be that there was a a significant difference in opinion on how that team was going to function in the future and that they just didn't want that on their team so i think it, it goes a bit both ways where shock needs to try to look at this as like Yes, it's a good friend of yours. Like you, he said in his tweet longer that it was a uh, one of his best friends, and like I, I get that, and that is really hard, and I, like I don't want to take away from his emotions there, but um, they're ultimately the the goal of the team is to win the be- like the most championships and the the, the highest little championships and if that's what they think is best then that's the route they're going to take and like please like be mad like like share your emotions like you have a, a platform to do it clearly on twitter um not the way i like doing things but 
to each their own. Um, and uh, but I I hope that Chalk can move on, still try to continue, get better, and just take this as a as a small bump in the road. All right. Um, so. I think that kind of finishes that conversation. I hope you enjoyed the episode this week. Your homework, all right, is uh, if you have friends and you play together and you're on a team, make sure you decide what roles and what are the boundaries and talk about things early, all right? That is your that is your homework. Um, Wabbits, get in here for your goodbyes. Come on in. I hope he's still around. It's time for a robot goodbye. Robot goodbye. Just can you can I get a see ya from Wabbits here? Can we get an F in chat? That's F in chat for everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Uh, oh, did you really? Can yeah, I have one? But I made them in a muffin pan, so they're only edge brownies. What? Oh. Yeah, so I love edge brownies. I only eat the edges. They're the best. That sounds amazing. Um, they're delicious. They're like little cup, like cakes of joy. I need to do that, <laughs> like really badly.